Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You, you, you can learn spiritual things if you will. So, I remember, I, I really, really, I, I guess, well, why don't we have them sometimes? I'll tell you why we don't. Sometimes we're just not in the closest fellowship. I don't mean we're backslid. I was a preacher. I was holding meat and getting people saved, filled with the Spirit. But I never had any kind of a... Of a, of, a, of a leading. I mean, a fellow just said to me, want me, I mean, he'd talked to me personally, written me a letter, and then he talked to me personally, so I told him I'd come hold a meeting. And we got it all set up. And I never felt a thing. I mean, I never had any kind of a, of a, of a leading either way, or, or a witness, or, a, or not a witness. I just thought it's all right. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. And, and we, we, we say sometimes, uh, you know, well, something told me. You know, see? And you know why it is that a woman will have more intuition than a man will? Because women, as a usual thing, live more of a secluded life. They're not so active. You see, nowadays, of course, more women work than ever before. But most of the time, you see, women's at home more by themselves, and they're not working. Well, they work, you see, but they're, they're by themselves. They're not with a lot of other people, you see. And so their spirits, you see, can pick up things more readily. They're, they're human spirits. And your human spirit will know things. Well, I know in times past, and I've said to myself, you know, as we say sometimes, I could just kick myself. You never have said that, have you? How many of you have? I think nearly all of us have, you know, because we knew all the time on the inside of us, we was missing it. Well, you see, that inward voice is seeking to give guidance to our minds. And we all know that if we had followed an inward voice, we would have never made some of the mistakes that we made. We would have never made some of the investments that we made where we lost money. I've lost money. And I knew all the time shouldn't be doing that. And, and, and we never would have done a lot of things that we've done if we had followed that inward voice. And that inward voice was trying to give direction to our minds. And so I've said to a minister, to a pastor sometimes, I've said, now I'll, uh, I, you know, he invited me to come hold him a meeting. And something on the inside of me told me not to go. You see, it isn't always as... as uh, well, I don't know how, how to put it, but in other words, it isn't all, always as, as tangible. It isn't always as, uh, as authoritative as it is at other times. And yet it's authoritative enough to know that there's something down in there sort of scratching. <laughs> there's something down in there trying to get your attention. And I knew an order told that fellow I'd come anyhow. Now, I don't know why, but I know, I know he's a good man. I know he's pastor of a full gospel church, and I was a full gospel preacher, and we was a member of the same denomination, but yet something on the inside of me. I, I just I walked away and said, I don't know how I come me to tell him I'd go. But I've got my word out now. And I'm the type of fellow that believes just what the Bible said, that one of the characteristics of a spiritual pilgrim is he that squires to his own hurt and changes not. 
If I got my word out, no matter how much it hurts me, I'll stay with it unless he'll let me off. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. So I can remember very distinctly, way back yonder years ago, now I know better now, and I, I don't do that now. But I'm trying to tell you how I learned. I'm trying to tell you that I didn't learn without making mistakes, and you're not going to learn without making mistakes. And if you think you're going to learn to be led to the spirits without making mistakes, you might as well quit now, crawl the hole and pull the hole in after you. Because you're gone anyway. I mean, you didn't quit trying to drive a car because when you first started driving, you might run up over the curb, did you? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You kept on that while you could do it. So, you, you, you can learn spiritual things as you will. So, I remember, I, I really, really, I, I guess, well, why don't we have them sometimes? I'll tell you why we don't. Sometimes we're just not in the closest fellowship. I don't mean we're backslid. I was a preacher. I was holding meat and getting people saved, filled with the Spirit. But I never had any kind of a, of a, of a, of a leading. I mean, a fellow just said to me, me, I mean, he'd talked to me personally and written me a letter, and then he talked to me personally, so I told him I'd come holding meat. And we got it all set up. And I never felt a thing. I mean, I never had any kind of a, of a, of a leading either way, or, or a witness, or, a, or not a witness. I just thought it's all right. But then, in the revival before I went to him, I got to praying and seeking God about my revival, not about that meeting, but praying about these meetings that I was in. And at first it was a little harder, so I had to do a little bit more praying, a little more fasting, and I got into a little more closer fellowship with God. The Bible said, draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. And so... When I did, then he began to talk to me. I mean, I mean, when I say he began to talk to me, now I don't mean this time. wasn't any voice I heard at all. I just had the sense in here that I shouldn't go to that fella. I had the sense that I ought not go. I had the sense. I don't mean a feeling. I mean a sense in here. I shouldn't go. And so I said, uh, I said to my wife, you, you know, I wish I hadn't told that fella I'd come. I oughtn't to go there. But I thought maybe that would wear off, and so when I got out of the spirit, well, it did wear off. <laughs> got, got back in the flesh, but the very next day when I got to praying, it was there again. And I don't go by something just because it's there one time when, when we get in some of this guidance business. I watch what happens when I keep praying about it, you see. But the next day, there it was again. Don't go. I mean, it wasn't there. It wasn't just in a tangible voice, but, but it's in there. The sense of it is down in here somewhere. Don't go there. Don't go there. Well, I, I got away from that place of prayer and got back over into the, to some extent, into the natural, into the flesh, and, and that left me. I didn't have it. But then the third day, the next day, when I got back in that place of prayer again, it came back again. And I knew just as much as I knew. I couldn't tell you how I knew it. I couldn't define it for you. I couldn't describe it for you. I never heard any voice outside, inside, or any other side. But I just knew in here. I, I shouldn't go there. And so I said, now, Lord, I, I, I've got my word out, and that's, that's the very next meeting as far as that's concerned. And I just thought, well, it's, it, it, he just knows that they're not ready for a meeting there. This is a, a, one of the, supposed to be one of the best churches in that state. 
and uh, one of the top, I guess, one of the top five churches in that state. And, and, and maybe they're just not in position for a revival or something, and we won't do much, all right, don't guess, but I'm going on because, after all, I, I don't have another opening right here, and that's the only door that's open right at the moment, so I'll go on. And I said, I'll tell you what I'll do now, Lord. I'll, I'll just prove to myself, and I'm going to let this be the clincher. I'll just prove to myself that I should never override that inward something telling me not to do it. I'll, I'll, I'm going to prove this to myself now, once and for all. And I expected it all right to cost me because you can't ride over those things without it costing you. But I didn't expect it to cost me so much. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have anything and, and, and the way things were and so on and so forth and, and, I, 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 and, and the position and condition spiritually that the pastor was in, I saw he was in trouble. I felt so sorry for the congregation because, well, a number of things. And so... I just, to make it look as good as I could on him, I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to preach on now. I scheduled for two weeks, but I'm going to preach on through Sunday night and stay one week because if I'd left in the middle of the week, the congregation would ask why. And I learned there. In fact, the poor fellow said to me, and, and he's stupid enough he couldn't understand why, he said, you know, I'll never get an evangelist that'll, that'll stay with me. I never had one even stay a week. He said, they just quit right in the middle of the week. Well, I could understand when I got there. You see, he was passing one of the top Five churches in the state. I mean, strongest missionary, biggest Sunday school, strongest offerings. And he had nice motels in his town. You know what he'd done with his van? He put them out in his chicken house behind his house. And he had a nice house. Well, I don't mind staying in the chicken house. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not necessary in some places. Do you know that? And then he was the type of fellow that said, well, I'm going to raise this money and raise that money and said, if we have any left, we'll give it to you. I hope we can get you $25, $50 this week. But we've got a bunch of money we've got to raise. So he's having a revival not to get people saved, but to raise money. So you understand that he had an evangelist, didn't have a one that had ever come to him, but what left, they'd start on Sunday night and they'd leave by Wednesday night or Thursday night. And I ought to have. <laughs> And, you know, his congregation would ask, well, why do they leave, you see? But I felt sorry for him because I knew the poor fellow was going to get in trouble anyway, you see. Because if I'd left, the congregation would have probably said, well, now, every van that we've had since he's been here has left, there must be something wrong. And I knew he was going to leave soon enough anyhow. Because sooner or later, they're going to find out about him. And they finally did. And he, I mean, two or three months after I was gone, he left, and he's never been in the ministry since then. And that should have never been to begin with. But anyway, let that be as it may, I sort of rounded it out the best I could and stayed from Sunday to Sunday with an evangelistic party that had traveled uh, a thousand miles. Well, the way we come, 1,200 miles to get there and paid all the expenses of myself, my automobile, and the automobile of a singer and his wife and fed us and put us in motel and had spent, you know, of course, $100 or more to get there. And, and this week I got $40. Well, I wasn't expecting it to cost me so much. And I tell you, before I got out of that, I had to go to the bank. I had to get back home, go to the bank, and borrow $300 to, 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 get, to get, get, get in somewhere else, you see, and get to preaching, you know, and get things to going. And I said to myself, now, boy, you let that be a good lesson to you. 
you learn to listen to that that hit. Oh, I could tell you a thousand such experiences, but this one just came to my mind at the moment. I mean, on back counter, so to speak. I said a thousand, maybe not that many, but some of them. It seemed like it. <laughs> but I said, now, 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 you let that just be a good lesson to you. Well, thank God I let it be a good lesson to me. We're going to have to learn to let our spirits dominate our minds, folks, if we're going to be successful Christians. To walk by faith means to walk in the Word and to let our hearts and our spirits and the inward man dominate us. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the six-CD series that you've been hearing today, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the mini-book, How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagan. Additionally, if you call today, we'll include the bonus paperback book, The Greater Glory by Ken Hagan. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Don't forget, if you're in the Oklahoma City area, we have Rama Bible Church there on Sunday night live. It's not video. Yep. Live at 8921 Northwest Expressway in Oklahoma City. Come and visit and be a part of that. And somebody said, well, why Sunday night? Well, you know, they started Saturday night services so you could have the whole... Uh, day Sunday off. Mm -hmm. I said, well, hey, enjoy the weekend That's and right. come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's and, right. and a lot of people are, are doing that and it's great. And what a great way to start the week. Yes, what right. a great way. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.